0: You're listening to the Rebel Scum Podcast.
1: You are always scum. Rebel scum.
0: From odds making to list rankings, we've got you covered. And don't forget to join us on Patreon for early access and exclusive content. Here are your hosts, Brock and James.
1: James, what a Star Wars week
2: I've had. Have I told you of all the things I've done this week? Nope. Nope. I think maybe I did parts of it.
1: Uh, well, you might have, but I'm saying no for the sake of the show. I know. Let me finish my sentence. <laughs> <clears throat>
2: uh, I think on the live stream we did last night or last week, I can't remember what time it is. Uh, we I went to the VR Star Wars VR at the local rec room, yes. which is like a Dave and Buster's in Canada. Um, and uh, they had the Star Wars Secrets of the Empire, and it was great. <laughs> uh, and it was that uh, that uh, the VR where you wear all the gear and you walk around in an actual place, but it looks real. It looks like somewhere else. You you can put your hand out and touch where the wall is in the VR, and you feel a solid piece. So it's cool. You're in like I think it's you it's touch like, it. Yeah. You, well, you can't touch what it just you just feel a wall, so you know like. It's like, is that a wall? And you touch it, and if you're, like, if you find VR dizzying, you can kind of, like, figure yourself out. But otherwise, it's just, like, an empty hall. Like, there's nothing And there's, like, there's actually, there's a part in it, because, uh, I think you go to Mustafar. It's like a lava planet, but when people are talking, it's hard to listen to the narration. (laughs) So, you are, you're the rebels, uh, disguised as stormtroopers, and you're trying to get... You're trying to pick up some package, which turns out to be a lightsaber, of course. Naturally. And, uh, you sit, you get into a, I guess it's an elevator, but there's a, there's a there's an actual physical panel, and you have to follow the, it's like Simon, where you go, boop, 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 just to unlock or close the security door so you can stop being shot at by stormtroopers. But there's actual buttons where you act, do the pattern, and <laughs> it's like a physical thing, it's, it's wild. Highly suggest you try try it out. If there's one in your in your city. Obviously, it's not Rec Room. I don't know. It's it's called The Void, so I don't know if that's the actual company that the that the, the Rec Room puts on, but it's great. If you're in Mississauga or Toronto, they have these. Oh, and then the second Brock Star Wars news. Uh, I've been working on the set of American Gods season three, and I am a big fan of that show, and I totally forgot that. The guy that plays dr pershing i'm totally blanking on his name i know it's omid something omid abatai i'm totally like destroying his name but yeah, he is a character he's like one of the main cast on that show and i was like oh, star wars <laughs> so he was on set and that was very very cool and now you've been
1: fired for harassing him for the last couple
2: <laughs> oh, i do not talk to them i I, I sit in my chair and I say, I this is what I'm doing.
1: <laughs> they say, I am your father. So, yeah, it's, uh, That's it's
2: cool, because it's cool he's a interesting character, which I wish we could have learned more about, and as we remember, his clothing said "Camino" clones yeah. on it. So we're like, oh! So that was my Star Wars week. Welcome to the Rebel Scum Podcast. I'm Brock. 152! 152. 152. This is... I'm James. And this is all things Star Wars and Star Wars related, and occasionally we like to talk American Gods. 90, 90, 90 Day Fiance.
1: 90 Day Fiance. I, You know what? 90 Day Fiance, whatever. But 90 Day Fiance, Pillow Talk, Brock, is the greatest show in the history <laughs> of television. Is that like their after show? Yeah. There, but it's what they do is they take former couples that were on the show. And they sit on their beds at night and watch the show and comment on it. So it's basically like, I don't know what it is. It's the peanut gallery of, it's pretty amazing. And TLC, good on you. for. I think it's TLC everywhere, right? TLC. And good on you for thinking of an ingenious, cheap way to get Aaron and I to watch more of 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> oh, for sure. I'm trying to remember like the first after
2: show. Like, I feel like maybe MTV created that concept. Uh, Definitely, like, there was Talking Dead after Walking Dead. That was And
1: and Talking Bad after Breaking
2: Bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, But I feel like MTV kind of created that. Like, The Hills or... Probably. Orange Coast, The Real O.C. or what? I
1: can't remember. Do you think they just have a Mandalorian after show? Oh, my God, yes. And it's it's literally just Baby Yoda (laughs) on a chair. It would waving.
2: Oh, I wonder how they would do it because it comes out in the morning. Well, that's, Maybe well,
1: Netflix tried it with Stranger Things. I think I don't know if it worked or not. Mm. What was it called like After Stranger Things? And you're like, okay. Well, but but Mandalorian it could work better because you know Stranger Things they drop it all at once. So you're like, well, I but mean Man- mm-hmm. because it's weekly you drop the episode on Friday and then you do the after show on mm-hmm. Saturday. I
2: like. I think they've kind of done it, not in a talk show format, but, like, I know there's, like, behind the scenes for, like, The Irishman, and there was one for uh, Dark Crystal. So, like, the concept works. People probably want to watch more stuff after. Oh, Oh, I would love that. It would be great, too, if they were able to rope people into, like, watching it at a specific time.
1: (laughs) Which I I would love if season two was, like, every Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m., whatever, like, just, like throw it at us then and let us watch it together right Um, and they'll never do that though because that kind of defeats the point of streaming because they want you to get it you know watch on demand right like yeah you want to watch you get it so it all comes out picard was the same thing i haven't watched that yet this week
2: oh yeah that just came out right
1: um yeah and and uh but that's weekly as well i do like that they that these shows are going this weekly route yeah clone wars i believe is weekly i i just like like everyone knows I love my supreme teenage witch but it's all at once and I'm like you know what I'll probably watch it next year yep. in like a matter of a month
2: it's true it's it's nice the episodic cause
1: yeah.
2: like if you get and like I was watching this reality show called fun fact about me I have a weird new fascination with reality shows uh the circle on Netflix where these people are like they can only talk to each other through social medias and they've never met each other in like this like sequestered hotel or whatever and uh they do this thing where they give you up four episodes at a time and i'm like why either give me the whole season or give me episodic That's it's, interesting it's like now it feels like a slog you know <laughs> like if,
1: i i did think apple apple did the the morning show show um mm. and they what they did which i thought was smart because like disney had a library of um programs right like they were just like here's a billion things like released, release but apple had nothing just like their original content and i thought what they did was smart was with the morning show they gave you three or four episodes mm-hmm. for free yeah so like you can watch these for free and then if you want and then it's weekly and then it was weekly after that as well on friday it's do you find it weird that fridays is the day that these shows are dropping like mandalorian or whatnot it's, it's just i don't know about I, maybe they want you to watch it on the weekend i'm not sure what it is i yeah. just I I don't like watching TV Friday night or anything, you know, I'm just, I'm really, everyone knows, I'm very weird when it comes to television, but I just wish it was like, like Monday or Tuesday.
2: It's, uh, I think it's the TGIF uh, formula.
1: Yeah, that might, that might be true. (laughs) But like, I, I I don't know. I just, I, whatever. That's, look, last Saturday night, I watched the entire season of The Mandalorian in one sitting. I don't know why. I just <laughs> sat there. I wanted to watch the egg episode. I mentioned this on the live I wanted to watch the egg episode, and all of a sudden, it was episode seven. I was like, well, here we are. <laughs> we, and, and Andrew was like, are you ever going to watch it all at once? And I said, probably not. Not even a month after it finished. I <laughs> the whole thing straight through. Because uh, I, I love every second. Of, I really do actually love every second of that show. I mean, yeah, yeah there's a few episodes that I'm like, meh. But but uh, it has that Dave Filoni genius where and I'm sure not all the credit goes to him for it, but but it's um nothing everything happens for a reason. The episodes that you're like, meh, there's a reason for those episodes. Yeah. Uh, and that's what you really ap- appreciate and, and that you know, and that's what happened with Rebels. You know, there's always these episodes in Rebels yeah. where you're like, Oh god, why am I sitting through this? And then the series finale, you're like space whales <laughs> There's there's always a reason for everything yeah. and uh, that's why I appreciate what Oh, Siri! Found this on the web for the series finale, like space whales. (laughs) Check it out. On Siri just said, "I found this on web for the series finale, like space whales." (laughs) So that doesn't make sense, right? You know. But here's what came up: Star Wars Rebels series finale explained. (laughs) Nice. Wow. So, if you type in space whales, there five articles on Rebels. No. Yeah, five episodes on Rebels comes up. They're called Purgle. Purgle.
2: Purgle. Why does what? that sound familiar? Maybe it's I just read that's, it.
1: That's the name of the space whales.
2: No, I know, but like.
1: But you probably just knew it. Yeah. Their uh, average. I'm going on Wikipedia now because I'm clicking on it. I'm making use of <laughs> Siri because I probably just use all my data first. You
2: know, my Alexa doesn't interrupt in the middle of a uh, podcast.
1: Did so. I say something that sounded like, hey, Siri, don't talk.
2: I don't know We have to uh,
1: rewind and find out I know I'm going to have to Okay so their average height is 5.5 meters Their average length 30 meters uh, Skin is blue, gray, purple, yellow Eye color is blue, gray Distinctions, uh, ability to travel Anyway that's We all know that We've all seen Rebels If you haven't seen Rebels You should totally check it out oh. uh, Kanan uh, Clone Wars Oh my god Yeah, yeah. oh yeah this We haven't on, talked not, about this I don't know if it's on your Holland news But Kanan Caleb Dune Yeah Clone Wars I was like
2: Bah Yeah That trailer uh, was great And that, that person that but, found it or noticed it I was like that's fantastic and it's like I hope it's just that it would like maybe like maybe imagine there's maybe something Freddy in the Prince scene Jr. but like that's it there's no episode with them I would be totally fine I'm like yes oh, yeah. that's perfect. imagine
1: if it's if, they, if he does have a line and it's, it's Freddie Prince Jr but they use like old audio that they recorded when he was a kid
2: <laughs> they're like
1: found they went to his parents like we need old tapes of Freddie Prince Jr <laughs> it's
2: just canned oh, lines yeah. from She's yeah. All That <laughs>
1: All right, that trailer was phenomenal. I didn't get to watch I was out all day that day. Mm-hmm. I didn't get to watch it till late. And everybody was like, oh my God, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, wow, what is going yeah. on? And I watched it and I was like, was that K N? Yeah, like, uh, it was. And it's funny, like, about
2: it, that was like the most talked about part of the whole thing. Was like, it really? I can't even think of what else was in I it. Was, it looks awesome, but you know what I mean? I haven't
1: seen anyone talk about it, anything specifically with the trailer, just how much it blew them away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, thought. Man, that Maul and Ahsoka stuff, though. And it yeah. takes place during Revenge... Like, Revenge of Sith is going to happen, and we're going to get this. And I got to say, I'm a huge... I love the... again uh, Tritof, Anyway, I can't say his name. But I love that 2D Clone Wars series. Like, that's one of my oh, favorite yeah, yeah. Star Wars ever. Samurai and Jack. Of, yeah, and part of the reason why I love that so much is is it ends with Mace crushing Grievous. And then, right... And then they're like, okay, hey, we got to go get the Chancellor. And it goes right into the beginning of Revenge of the Sith. Like that's what it ends. It just ends at the beginning of Revenge of the Sith. And I love I love that. I love the way it plays out. And I love the characterizations in it as well. Um, but, you know, it's short. And they're like, well, we'll, we'll flesh it out and make it uh, computer animated and whatever. And obviously, The Clone Wars is a huge hit and it's awesome. The new one i guess it's called the new one um but i'm excited to see it blend into revenge of the sith again
2: yeah that's awesome and
1: i'm excited to see it not even blend into it but show us another perspective of another part of the galaxy while what we know is going on is going on yeah that excites me to no end um and and it again though with lucasfilm though, like this is the end and you're like why does everything have to just be the end like <laughs> leave the door open at least you know yeah. like I, I mean, look, Rides of Skywalker aside, if you don't say it's the end of the Skywalker saga, then we can all be like, well, I wonder what'll happen next. And they could be like, does somebody have a story for next? And maybe they do. But once you say it's the end, if they come out with another Skywalker movie, I'll just be like, ugh, my head hurts.
2: <laughs> yeah, but it's true. It's like, it's... Eh. Does anyone fall for that stuff anymore? Like, it's so... It, being a comic book fan, it's like, they always said that <laughs> stuff. And then, like, in the last 15 years they've retconned so many things I remember like in the 90s becoming a comic book fan and it was like the only thing that says true is that Gwen Stacy Uncle Ben and there was someone else just stayed dead oh Bucky stayed dead and they broke all those rules (laughs) Uncle Ben I think was first Bucky's Winter Soldier and now we have Spider Gwen and all great characters so maybe the rules are meant to be broken but like nothing is sacred anymore who cares we just want it. We That's are. The thing. We as millennials, people born in the '80s to late '70s or whatever, we are now the consumer that they're trying to uh, satiate. I don't know what the word to say, but like, have you noticed that? Like, we're saying like, oh, they're releasing stuff on Fridays because TGIF. You know, the people that grew up yeah. with Family Matters and Full House and uh, and the other by
1: Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Yeah. Boy, boy meets world.
2: Yeah. Girl needs world step now. Step <laughs> by step. Oh, if they could do something with step by step, I think that would be fantastic.
1: Step by step was just a, like a remake of the Brady Bunch, right? It was just like a soft... Yeah, pretty <laughs> I like, oh, well, yeah. That. Uh, yeah, I, look, I think my issue with the end of the Skywalker saga, I really think... Um, you know, I said I said before. Aaron Quinton sent me a picture of that book that he has. It's called the Skywalker Saga that came out in twenty fourteen. Oh yeah. And then with the Last Jedi, they referred to it as the Skywalker Saga. That was the first time I ever saw it, like it associated with the movies. And I really feel, I really do feel like saying that this is the end of the Skywalker Saga was as much as it was George Lucas always said nine movies. I I think that it's more a knee jerk reaction to to. Uh, the the way the last Jedi was received by the fan base. Mm. To be honest, I really think it was they're like, well, I mean, people are going to and, and and Solo too. I think Solo played a factor. Solo didn't do too well. Well, guess what? This is the very last time you're going to see Luke Skywalker in a movie. And they, I think, that was part of it. Was like, this is the last one, and then it's to to get um, to create excitement that way, yeah, and then need to go see it, and and I I mean I think I mean it made a billion dollars so it worked on some level I guess but I just don't think I don't think it was necessary I still think that this movie was going to make a billion dollars regardless I thought it was going to make 1.5 clearly I was wrong if Ben Solo lived it might have made 1.5 but I just think stop handcuffing yourself that was that's been the problem with the new regime of Star Wars from day one is they keep handcuffing themselves when George Lucas was handcuffed do you know what he did yeah no, just do this and he retconned it he was like ah whatever he's like oh well they say this in A New Hope well I don't want to do that in the prequels I want to do this and he did it but now they're like everything's canon everything's connected and and you read a canon book and you're like well that felt some, not all of them but sometimes you're like well that felt half-assed and the reason why it is is because they can't go full because they don't know what's going to play out yet so it's, it's they need to stop handcuffing themselves and just let these things go and don't call it the end of the Skywalker saga because if you don't do that maybe you let the storytellers do something even more exciting than what you get it loosens them up a little bit like mm-hmm. everyone loves you know I'd say the Force Awakens everybody seems to love and, and the Last Jedi half love half hate but both of those movies are playing with no there's no consequence to the actions from those movies like J.J. Abrams and the Force Awakens and Ryan Johnson and the Last Jedi there's no consequences they can write whatever they want because there's another one coming for better or worse there's another thing coming so they could be like uh yeah, Ray, you're a nobody, and then I don't have to. yeah, she's a nobody. They have you don't have to worry about that, right? Yeah. Or or what's this lightsaber a story for another time? There's you don't need to know anything because there's two more movies after that one. There's one after Last Jedi, but on the last movie, you're like, oh, is there any chance for another one? No. So, like, it, it just and I know you know, but they I don't think this was planned to just be a trilogy from the start. I think it was just planned to be, we're going to make 70 and nine. And then I really believe that there was a a plan for more after that. Mm. And maybe there still is. And it just, they just won't mention Skywalker in it, you know, which is fine because I'm kind of over it. (laughs) Oh yeah. I'm like, look, I love, I love the Skywalkers, but, uh, uh, it's just, you know, do your own thing. You've proved it with the Mandalorian, with rogue one, uh, even, I guess, solo to an extent, you've proven that you have people, around that can tell stories that aren't associated with the saga that we all know that that will I mean solo box office aside but you know the Mandalorian was such a huge hit and Rogue One made a a ton of money I think compared to what they were expecting it made a ton of money so uh, they have that and just use it and and trust in trust in the filmmakers you have is what is what I want to say trust in the people that you're hiring to do if it's high republic if somebody comes in they're like i have an idea for the high republic and you believe in that idea just trust them to the end and don't worry about what andrew fantasia tweets about it
2: (laughs) (sighs) (laughs) yeah i i keep encountering people that are like oh so like i saw Rise of the Skywalker is like. What do you think? I'm like, and I've gotten to the point because you can you can sense their body language immediately, like if they liked it or not. Yeah. So you don't need to hear their answer. Maybe I should let them just answer first. But they always <laughs> they always lead. It, it was like, what do you think? And I'm like, you're just you're such a. Judge. And I'm like, I always like, I'm easy. I liked it. I like Star Wars. It's fun. Like it's it, it's, you know, like some movies are better than others. That's just how media works. Um, but I've been saying. I'm very... It's like, I liked it. But I'm also very glad that the Skywalker saga is over. Because it's like... Too many people are just, like, rampant about how they treat your characters. But, like, there's no rules on how to treat the characters. Uh-huh. You know? Like, it's like, oh, I love what you did with Luke here because it makes sense. But then another person's like, how dare you? You've ruined the character. I'm like, they, you can't win. So, but... I would agree it would be nice if they didn't focus on ending it, like you said, and just be like, we're going to have a movie line that's going down a storyline. Maybe Luke and Leia and Chewbacca aren't in it, but it somewhat relates back to the original saga. And then we have another movie line where it's like, here's your Rogue One. Here's here's your live, ac- here live action. there's live action. Here's your Mandalorian movie that, oh yeah, we'll make it. Like six seasons in a movie. Um... But like, you know what I mean? Like, have two different Star Wars storylines. I mean, they exist together somehow. But like, this is this is about George Lucas's characters, and this is about the Disney characters. And I think that'd be fantastic. And it's a no brainer. And if one isn't working anymore, cut back on it and do the other one more. Like, yeah,
1: yeah. that's where I think. Yeah, they, they need to. Well, George Lucas made Star Wars in 1977. Mm-hmm. And he didn't think there would be a sequel so <laughs> he he had a book written called splinter of the mind's eye
2: oh yeah that's right
1: like you know and so he made an isolated movie that could work on its own and if it and if it warranted a sequel he he had one ready to go and then obviously he changed the 10 part strikes back but just work in that that way why does it why why does everything have to be so final i don't i just i don't know it's <laughs> I mean, it's not I, I, look, I, I do think, and I said this I think on last week or on a live stream. I, I for me when they whatever they approach next, worry about the conflict. And I think the problem going into the sequel trilogy with all of it, what I just said about the consequence stems from they didn't start with the conflict. They started with what's up with Luke Skywalker. <laughs> I don't I, like it doesn't who cares what's up with Luke Skywalker because he has his ending. Like he defeats the emperor, his father turns. He loves his father. He burns his father. He's like I'm the hero, and he's Leia. Let's be brothers. <laughs> like we know what happens to Luke, right? Like like that has its ending. Palpatine. I love Palpatine. I love the rise of Skywalker, but Palpatine's ending happened. That already happened. Yeah. We saw that. So what is next in the galaxy? And to Glee play one last week with uh, their question to us, like how they didn't want another civil war or anything. It's like yeah. So what? What is next? Because we had that story. So what? What else is happening in the galaxy in thirty years after that? And 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 what they ended up doing was like, well, oh, it's the same thing again. You know? Okay. Cool. Why? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Because it looked cool. All right. Sure. And that, like that was. And we go along with it because it's Star Wars and we love it. But then when you get to the Rise of Skywalker and you have to wrap it up because they've decided this is the end, you're like, well, uh, okay, like. You know, and look, um, everybody fights that The Last Jedi is the greatest Star Wars movie of all time, and that's a debate for another day, but does that explain what the conflict is in this new trilogy? No! Forza Wake is The Last Jedi, they lead you, there's no, like, you feel like there's no direction to head into the last one, and then you get The Rise of Skywalker, and everyone's like, well, that was really fast-paced, and, and the editing is choppy, and this and that. It's like, yeah, well, it's three movies in one, basically. Like, it's like, it, because the first two didn't bring you anywhere it's got to figure it all out and wrap for whatever reason wrap up this trilogy that doesn't need to be wrapped up i mean wouldn't we all watch adam driver as ben solo kylo ren for another three to six movies at yeah right <laughs> like just be like we'll milk this you don't like this one the next one's coming and it's going to be people are going to keep coming up to star wars movies as long as they are event films yeah, they're gonna show up. They're not gonna come. You know, the Obi Wan movie might be a success. It might if they do. Uh, you know what I mean? Like compared to Solo, would probably be better. But it's still those kind of those small movies aren't gonna do it. It's got to be these big, big event films uh, that are gonna draw people in. And uh, they could have continued on with this, or they could have right away. I'm rambling, but right away they could have just been like, "Oh, the Skywalker saga is over. This is the Ray saga," and then just kind of took her away with her and kylo and their dyad and and then not worry about skywalkers anymore just we and i know he's a skywalker i'm not saying that but you focus more on ray and ray is your hero and then ben solo and all that gets taken care of and then we continue with ray and then ray moves on to this person's saga and you just keep going that way and instead marketing i guess took over and they're like no nope, it's over it's over
2: yeah i yeah
1: by the way, I do love the rides of Skywalker and the Last Jedi. They were very high on my ranking list, Brock. Just so you know.
2: I know I was on the episode because I do not
1: <laughs> care about sort of, I just like Star Wars. And you like <laughs>
2: tweeted like seventeen lists, like uh,
1: I know. and they're all <laughs> different. They're all very different. Um, and you know, I, like two weeks ago I watched the Last Jedi four times in two days. What? did that piss Aaron enough? <laughs> I watched the Last Jedi four times in two days last two weeks ago.
2: Cool. <laughs> I like
1: it. And I couldn't wa- I couldn't watch the Rise of Skywalker, so I just kept watching that one. Yeah. Whatever. Don't at me. <laughs> I still think Don't Attack of at the Clones. <laughs> <me>. <laughs> I still think Attack of the Clones does more for Star Wars than any other Star Wars movie. I said it. Cool. <laughs> I agree because it. it launched a whole like TV series. Yeah. Two TV series. People don't respect that movie enough, but you got Sifo-Dyas, you have clone There's so much in there that we wouldn't have anything today because of it. Yeah, Like, yeah, yeah. Clone Wars Season 7 doesn't exist without Attack of the Clones. Well, yeah.
2: I'm just saying. Ahsoka doesn't <laughs>
1: exist without Attack of
2: there the Clones. There you Force. go. That's, that's a better point. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the movie that starts the Clone Wars is the thing that starts the Clone Wars TV show. I, I agree, but I don't feel like that's an argument. <laughs> Ahsoka, there you
1: go. <laughs> yeah, like you don't have that without this movie. So Oof. I think it did a lot for Star Wars. It's underappreciated. Yeah, um, and I know people have problem with the dialogue, but you, I, I just the the storyline in that one is. Uh, I mean, it, look, I it, it, the anyway the, <laughs> that movie bleeds over into even the sequel trilogy. Like it's so important to the saga as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, um, I don't know. I I, I just think. Uh, Whatever the next thing is, focus on the conflict at hand. And then work your way from it. Like, be like, this is the conflict. Okay. Who are our heroes? And then bring us in. Yeah. I,
2: mean, I don't get why they don't want to, like, create a Jedi Order. You know what I mean? Like, it's... Or why don't they want to show the Jedis just being Jedis? Like, we kind of got a taste of that in the prequels, but it really... Which is fine, because we're more concerned with our character of Anakin, but, like, one of the things that brings people to games, Fallen Order, Knights of the Old Republic, uh, Jedi Outcast, uh, what was the one? Force Unleashed, is you get to be a Jedi. People want to see Jedi stuff. So I think one of the letdowns of the sequel trilogy is that, oh, so, like, Luke's going to have his Jedi Order, or whatever he wants to call it. And you don't get that. And it's just like, why don't we just have movies about that? And I hope that it this... <sighs> High Republic movie or series or whatever it's going to be.
1: <laughs> focuses on that.
2: that. Like, everyone loves watching lightsaber battles, in my opinion. If I'm wrong, put it in the comments and let's talk about it. But I think everyone loves seeing a good old sword fight. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so, there's an, there's an artistry to it. So let's do that stuff like I think I I likened it to like Star Trek let's have the Jedi go out and do like we're on a mission for information (laughs) and then they're like oh there's a there's a scheme being hatched on (laughs) Dantooine
1: oh no (laughs) do you think it was weird and I think I brought this up before but that Luke Skywalker was a myth in these ones I just feel like his story is so separate from the rebellion in the original trilogy that they could have done, like he didn't need to be this. And I'm saying this because I feel like because like, every time you listen to the making of a sequel trilogy, not like one day when that book comes out, number one bestseller for years, um, they keep saying like every time Luke showed up, it was he was taking over the script. He was taking over the story, and all we could care about was Luke. And it's like, because you made him way too important. Yeah, yeah. And I know, look, and everybody's like, he's the best character. He's my favorite character. Okay, fine. Yeah, he's but, the main character. <laughs> but I just said he had but he had his storyline. His storyline yeah. was done. So why are you propping him up to be this giant mythological character in this galaxy when you could have taken it the other direction, but like, nobody knew what he did. Darth Vader was blown up on the Death Star 2 by Lando and the Re- Rebels. That's all anybody knows. Nobody knows he was on Endor getting burnt, I, and it's just it's it's just that is. I mean, I'm okay, I'm okay with the choice because I do like. Yeah, that's right. I like the race Skywalker ending. I don't know. I don't really care, but um, it just seems like a weird choice to make him a myth because as soon as you do that, all the emphasis is on Luke. I I like
2: that concept. It's you know it's romantic. It's like the myth. Blah, blah, blah. But I feel like. It's not really played out in in the, the sequels, and I think it's a nod to you know, Phantom Menace is like, what do you know about Jedi's? Uh, like, oh, they have they they have lightsaber or whatever Anakin says. I was gonna say angels, but like, is not something he says to Padme. Anyways, and then Are you like an angel? the hokey religion, the hokey religion line that that uh, Han yeah. Solo says. Like, I feel like that part of it is just. Uh, I, maybe it's not the myth of luke skywalker or just it, i like the like where ray says he's like luke skywalker he's real yeah. like
1: that's wild it's a it's, it is great but it has no and then obviously when she meets him and he's not who she thinks he is
2: mm.
1: but it just it i'm just saying from the writing perspective how they kept having yeah. trouble it's like because you built him up too big <laughs>
2: like, like
1: there are things that happen it's like no like in this whole like star wars right now like i still think in the last Jedi, i went like i want to know who my parents are it's like but you never had that question in the force awakens and the force awakens your narrative was you're waiting for them to come home and now we're changing it so i don't know it just yeah it, there's weird things where you could feel the things just weren't maybe in the original script of the force awakens she's like i don't know who my parents are I don't know what kind of Daisy Ridley impression that was. But, it
2: wasn't uh, bad, but it also sounds like <laughs> she's trying to be Alec Guinness.
1: <laughs> well, you know, she might Ray Kenobi everybody. Uh, I anyway, I, I do I love I love the sequels, I love the prequels, and I love the originals. Uh, but I think everybody needs to learn a lesson here. And that's we are not making these movies so let's think of what they are and i still think ben solo versus the knights of ren is a great scene it's better than i thought it was when i keep watching it back to i need a hero on youtube it it is uh you've seen that right brock
2: no like the song i need a hero
1: yeah somebody Mm. cut it to i need a hero and it's just like (laughs) I think it's actually Ray Kenobi, but somebody did, and it's it.
2: it does have like an '80s uh, choreographed scene to it, like. <laughs> yeah.
1: and actually, but Palpatine's cave and Palpatine himself felt like I was watching an '80s uh, yeah. fantasy film, which I'm okay with. I'm def- I'm definitely okay okay with that because it's Star Wars and uh, I love it. But you know, I think I also one last point before we get to never the out. I think people need to relax on Star Wars. These aren't, <laughs> and and everybody's like arguing like oh they broke this myth they broke that myth but then there's somebody be like no this is the myth and that's the myth and it's like well are we all just reading the wrong tea leaves on what Star Wars is well like I like like talking about myths in this
2: it's interesting but like don't forget the biggest like myth is like the prophecy of the chosen one and like the movie basically points out how like the chosen one isn't some savior in the way they thought he would be so it's sort of like vader brings like anakin as vader brings force or balance back to the force by basically eliminating everybody (laughs) or uh, like you know what i mean like this is such it's such a convoluted thing to even i can't even describe but you know what i mean it's like he's the chosen one he's going to bring back uh balance to the force and like as we've learned through the years it's sort of Perhaps the Jedi were just as wrong as the Sith, and it just sort of had to eliminate both Mm -hmm. of them and start from scratch. And maybe we could say that's Rey, right? Like, yeah. Then it kind of works. It's like, now she's gone off, and now, like, her walking into the twin sunrise, as someone has pointed out, it's not a sunset on Tatooine. Uh,. That like that is the balance. I'm like yeah, that. That kind of works, and that kind of makes the whole sequel trilogy valid. I think.
1: I, I See, I know. think there's a lot in the Rise of Skywalker that work a lot better than people give it credit to because they go in with uh, the with a, an opposing point of view to begin with, mm. uh, where their mind is taking them in one direction and the film took them in another. And I think when you step back and look at what it does, I think it does a lot more than than it will get credit for. Yeah. Um, but that's just. I, don't know. I mean i i've said this a million times T- 10 20 years that's when we're going to know where the sequel trilogy lies. when we watch <laughs> them all together for a billion times we'll be like okay that that works
2: <laughs> i can't wait i'll see you in 2040 2040 <laughs> i'll be dead all right never tell me the odds <laughs> never tell me the odds what are the odds today james i don't even they're think i read us them by,
1: they're brought to, brought to us by patreon we should do that first
2: oh yes how, patreon. how quickly i forgotten. <laughs> yeah
1: join us on patreon only 152 of these brock you have yeah to, i mean patreon we haven't been doing that for that long but 152 never tell me the odds do you have the patreon list in front of you i you do start all right go for it
2: heidi fetter executive producer barry brophy dennis allen christine allison mary Kristen, athan nice. uh jeff wilson <laughs> Or Aton. Ah, crap. I can't remember. <laughs> uh, Aaron Jeff Wilson, Aaron Quinton, Al Schuler, Phil Staniforth, Austin Scher, Scott D, Andy Haynes, Josh Price, Mason Hope,
1: Matt W. Rez, Rural Farm Boy, Frank Perkins, Sooner Thrawn, Neil Lowry, D. Raven, Spencer, Matt Dallas, DJ Blake, Gleek Play One, Janet Rubio, Charlotte, Kayla Davis, Girls with Sabres, and mr fake news the <laughs> den of nerds wow <laughs> oh i can't call him mr fake news i he watch,
2: uh, he, watch he's going to be on the podcasting stage at celebration and oh no they don't they don't let, they, like, don't
1: let him, they don't let his kind in
2: there <laughs> and then and then he's like who should I have as a guest? And it's like Brock and James Scratch. And I'm like, yeah, ah!
1: it'll, be, it'll be Andrew Fantasia. No, it'll, it'll be, be Rob. <laughs> Rob, be Rob will water. get in there. Rob, by the he's way. is like, Christian of, Harloff. <laughs> Rob, yeah, he's, Rob is uh, in New York, was in New York this past weekend, or this weekend as we record, uh, watching that schmo down there, but not with Josh, so. Uh, I call me Josh, fake news, Josh fake news because he broke the Obi-Wan story last weekend because he had information from um, from making Star Wars. And then everybody said, you're a liar, fake. And then, of course, it turned out to be true. <laughs> so, whatever. <sighs> we don't like him. W- remind like me again,
2: with- what is this down? It's a trivia game? Movie trivia, yeah. Ah, movie okay, trivia.
1: cool. Uh, we like Girls with Sabres, though. You should check them out. They're nice people.
2: It's okay I oh well, I, I see mean, because I'm just above on the list we're bashing josh i gotta
1: say nice things with some, like it's the game <laughs> the, right? the, the forced diadness of it um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all um <right>. yeah right <laughs> today's odds are brought to us by patreon check us out patreon.com slash rebel scum podcast a lot of cool stuff i'll show you about rebel scum detours rspn detours on youtube you can see like highlight like clips from the shows and little special videos as well all right ready Odds. The first odds of Bo Katan appearing in Season 2 of the Mendo. Uh, on Mendo here, is short for Mandalorian.
2: And on here it says Bo Karan.
1: Yeah, I, <laughs> I changed that this morning, but you, uh, you didn't get that revised version. My no, phone you did auto, not. I guess Karan is... Katan is not a real word. Yeah. I, guess.
2: Um, I think hi. I, you, you've included Death Watch. You've included spoilers for anyone who hasn't seen the end of Mandalorian. You've shown... Uh, the Darksaber, so... Why not throw more Mandalorian... The Rebels... Slash... Clone Wars characters in there? Why not? Like, why not? It, uh... The the Pops with all the... The Mandalorians now, like... Because, like, the Heavy Mandalorian... And then... There's one that's, like, Covert Mandalorian, and you're like, I don't even remember this character! But then you're like, oh, the Covert... Like, like, he... It's like, whatever... Uh, but I'm gonna go seventy-five. If it's not Bo-Katan, it's gonna be some someone related around that.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna go eighty-seven point eight nine 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 three five. Yeah, she has to be in it. Dark saber. The dark saber shows up at the end. She was yeah. the last one to be seen with it. I, I just feel like it's a it's a slam dunk to include. Now, if it wasn't if feloni had nothing to do with this, maybe my opinion on that would change. But mm-hmm. uh, because because the the powers that be on this series know everything there is to Noble or much more than you and I will ever know. Yeah. I have to think that's very high. Dude. Our next odd, uh the odds of this is one that I'm really hoping, Brock, the odds <laughs> of Anakin Skywalker oh. appearing in the Obi Wan series. Um yeah. I'll tell you right now my dream is is a nice not like an action scene not anything like that just a nice touching scene where anakin talks to obi-wan he's like if i ever were to have a child i would want my child to have my lightsaber or something like that
2: hmm. just to fit
1: into that scene from a new hopes so we get that um because those memes are hilarious but uh i would like um i would like that very much
2: yeah it would be, yeah. it's it's a slam dunk. I've said it before, like, the Obi-Wan series, what would be great is putting in actors that we don't have another chance of putting them in Star Wars again. Uh, totally do it. Obviously, you, if you heard our live stream, we talked about this Obi-Wan on hold. Uh, so it's hard to, like, give a number because it's like, well, it hasn't been approved. But, like, I'm going to say that this show is going to happen. I think 100% Anakin needs to be in this. I mean, if yeah. they're in the, the 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 fan fan service business right now, everyone's sort of talking about Anakin being in it on social media. Let's do it, or at least yeah, But everybody
1: was talking about him being in the Rise of Skywalker when we got his voice.
2: Yeah, that's something.
1: I, I like his voice, but uh, how powerful would it have been? If he there? <laughs> It'd be
2: great. It would be great.
1: Uh, and our final odd, this is brought to us by, well, it's an idea brought to us by Patreon supporter Sooner Thron. Thanks Sooner for all of your support and thanks for this awesome odd. Uh, the odds of James Lucino writing a Palpatine novelization. Kind of on par with what we did with uh, with Dan Allen's uh, odd from last week, but this was more specific. James Lucino writing this one, Brock.
2: He wrote Plagueis, right? Yeah. Did He wrote something else, did he not?
1: He's written a, a bunch of of yeah, the, uh, of the novels and he's very good i think he wrote the did he do catalyst
2: yeah i think so because i i know i've read something by him i forget about that book <laughs> uh, i've never read plagueis but like i've seen like tarkin tarkin yeah catalyst. yeah catalyst i've seen what like that the success of that book is even though it's eu uh i think it's this again slam dunk <laughs> sports Uh, I'm going to say 95% if they were, I, I, is there a Palpatine novel in the works or we're just totally, I'm
1: sure there's one in the works, but nothing's been announced.
2: Cause like, I think explaining Palpatine's plan or how he got to be, you know, what it looks like Mojo from (laughs) X-Men, uh, uh, that would be good for a book. So, yeah, just put James Lucino in. Give give him the props. He's the one that kind of gets this character quite a lot.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I would be down for that. I'm going to go... They haven't used him in a while, though. I'm going to go 65. I think perfect, perfect author for it. I think it's a slam dunk. I think that's why <laughs> there's a 35% chance they won't it will be somebody else uh, that won't do as well of the job. What? Did I say that I did? <laughs> uh, I'm good for I want that to happen. I hope that I hope that it gets announced before celebration, but that would be a rad um, you know it would be cool if they announced it in like April and then at celebration there's a James Lucino, Ian McDermott panel Oof. about the book. Yeah. That would be crazy cool. Yeah. I'd be down for that. So I'm gonna sixty five percent all right, that is our Never tell the Odds brought to us by Patreon. Check us out on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Podcast. Brock, you ready for the news? You know it. Hollow News. It's just da da
2: da da Hollow News. We got the
1: Hollow News live from Coruscant. I took that right back to the old days.
2: <laughs> Did you? I <laughs> uh, Today, in the news you need to know about nerds and such, uh, there is... Uh, a 26.5 million house in the hidden hills california that has a out of this world star wars basement uh, it's a mansion of course uh it's massive uh forget 18 the whole house is 18,183 square feet home uh the basement is the bottom part cuz that's where basements go i don't know if you knew that but in it's just the most crazy Star Wars collection you've ever seen. It has uh, re-rendered life-size character mannequins to the point that they're not actual props or, uh, or costumes from it. It's redone to look better because apparently the original costumes don't look that good when you look at them in real life. Uh, there's a, a full room of unopened figurines in different series So, like, it's just glass cases of unopened, it looks like a store. Uh, There's a uh, a full-size where is it here? Full-size speeder bike. There's models of all the ships just hanging from the ceiling. There's a pillar, and once you enter, apparently, five rows of just different types of stormtrooper helmets. There's tons of art, original art, posters, what have you. There's a A customized uh, multi-screen gaming center a eight-seat personal theater as well as the house itself has tennis courts indoor and outdoor pools it's wild I don't think you can visit it but it's been put on the internet and people are looking at like wow and I think if the person was ever to sell he says he wouldn't sell his collection but like where would you put all that stuff it's wild check it out Uh, Just put the Star Wars house, California, and you'll probably find it. It's insane. Uh, Also, this week uh, in California, uh, it was announced that August 27th will be Star Wars Night. Night spelled N-I-T-E, I I believe. (laughs) Star Wars Night for Disney After Dark on the 27th, which is the first day of celebration. What just happens to be happening across the street from Disneyland uh, not a ton of detail has been noticed. I believe it's a special ticket, uh, which are not on sale. And when it is on sale, we will let you know. Uh, but what has been released is the journey begins at Star Wars Launch Bay in Tomorrowland, includes favorite Disneyland park offerings such plus special experiences and culminates in Batu's auspicious twin moons eclipse day celebration at Star Wars Galaxy Edge. So that's cool. We will be in town i really want to go to this and uh wgr wonderful girlfriend reham loves disneyland so i know this will be easy to uh talk her into going to this but i already know she's bought multi-passes for the for the park so that will not be a problem uh and in our final news this is a story james showed me so if i sound slightly before the show so if i don't sound like i know what i'm talking about yet there was a GoFundMe for the Rise of Ben Solo, which raised, as of right now, $90,374. $90, um, simply for Adam's uh, Adam Driver's uh, uh, charity. Where is it? A-I-T-A-F. Where is the... It's a charity he supports. So this money is just going... And it was just raised because people... Thought he was great as Ben Solo, uh, I believe, because of their achievement. I think they were trying to raise seventy five thousand, so they've well passed, surpassed that goal. But I believe uh, James, you said that uh, that uh, Adam Driver sent them a video, and it looks like Daisy Ridley got involved. So that's pretty wild. Check it out on GoFundMe, the things Star Wars fans get up to. And this has been your Hollow News.
1: Hello, hello, news. That's uh, a new version of the song that I just created.
2: (laughs) Also, I I, thank you to our patreons that mentioned that, or our fans that mentioned they missed the song. (laughs) Now I have to listen to this every episode.
1: And and sometimes I just call you in the middle of the week and I sing it to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. One time I came up with a rap and it was quite quite terrible. I rip and I rap. I rhyme and I rip. (laughs) We got. We have one more. Bit of hollow news before we get to our top Ooh. five. uh We're gonna go hang out with Jericho Kane, who is over at Galaxy's Edge. Let's, uh, lucky let's guy. Go, let's go say hi to him. Jericho's here. Hello. He plays. Hey, what's up? He plays Fallen Order. Hi, Jericho. Thanks for joining us. I do. I do play Fallen Order. <laughs> have you beat the That's game? That's all I do with my life. Yeah, you don't have. Uh, you don't have school or anything. Uh, I do but I'm not <laughs> well you're here today to uh, to rub something in Brock's face so yes <laughs> Brock just Brock hung up when he left and now he's gonna go use Andrew as a punching bag this is <laughs> That's- he's a good punching bag yeah <laughs> Well a little uh, while but- ago you sent me a picture of you at a certain location wearing a t-shirt that said hashtag make uh, Andrew Cannon. I want you to talk to us about that. Uh, I was at Galaxy's
0: Edge. I was in front of the Millennium Falcon. Yes, you were. Announced. It's, uh, it's 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 really just an amazing experience. It's it's really I can't. It's almost hard, I'm almost speechless about it. Like I have a I have a lot to say about it, but at the yeah. same point, like it's just crazy. It's like the coolest thing that I've ever experienced.
2: Is it so? You would say it's worth going to that park.
0: Yes, for sure. It's yeah. definitely worth it. It's it's the one that I went to so I went to Orlando, um okay. which was part of the Hollywood Studios yes. thing, kingdom, I guess you could call it. So it was it was like free it was like with the admission of Hollywood Studios. You could go to yeah. Galaxy's Edge. Um, the rides weren't too bad, like the lines weren't bad. I think when we rode the Falcon the first time it was like forty five minutes of a line. It's not bad. Uh Uh-huh, and then, but what was really cool was the lines, the way that they had the lines, like, you would actually walk through, like, you would walk around the ship, and then, like, for part of the line, you were inside the hallways of the Millennium Falcon, and it was, like, you actually felt, like, the lines were entertaining, almost, like, you you felt like you were in that world, so you could, like, keep yourself occupied for
2: a while, which I thought was really helpful, really cool. Is that where you see Hondo? Is that the walk? Is Hondo in that part?
0: Yes. Or it, yeah. yes. he's like, so like you go through the most of the line, and then there's like, the Hondo thing where he kind of tells you about the the mission that you're going on because everything there is like in character, yes. um, like you're in Star Wars, and he was like he so he like tells you about the mission and everything, and then you go through, uh, another door which is where you enter like the kind of main area of the Millennium Falcon where like the uh, the table is with the the game that they played and the different, that, that kind of big room. And then you can go down multiple different hallways and they have like the cockpit and stuff. And that the ride is the cockpit, so. Yeah, yeah.
1: So what was your position when you got, so uh, take us through the ride. So you get on there and I've heard that there's four different positions. So is it a four person ride?
0: So there's six chairs in it Ooh. basically. So it's like the, two extras from the actual one in the movies. Um, There's three different positions technically. So there's two for each. So there's two pilots, which are in the front. Mm -hmm. Um, There's two gunners, which are the next row back. And then two technicians and the one behind that. Um, So the first time I wrote it, I was a gunner. Um, And basically you just kind of sit there and a button lights up and you press the button when it lights up wasn't wasn't the best part like it was still really cool because you're on the Millennium Falcon and it's like a simulation so it moves around and it feels like you're actually in the ship and everything Uh, but so so I'm like I'm like trying to film the window while pressing the button on the side I really just want to look out the window but like um, but then this the second time so I wrote it again at night it was actually the night that the Rise of the Resistance came out. I'm like, everybody's going to be at that ride, so I'm going to go try and be the pilot Good this plan. time. I got the pilot, and you actually do have some, it seems like, some control over the actual ship. Like, you can actually kind of steer it a little bit and stuff. Um, So that was really cool. Um, I, I I've been told that there's, like, because it's like a simulation it's like a video that's kind of playing if you're a better pilot it will skip past certain parts to make it like easier so like if you actually so you do have control like over like an alternate ending or things like that which I thought was really cool I only experienced like the one Um, and then my mom was piloting, too. She wasn't as good, so I was like trying to <laughs> pilot with both sides. So if you go so, with a
1: group of six, can you each decide what positions you are? Yes. If you go with a group
0: of six, you can. We just went with two yeah. and then some random other people. We just were, happened to get in front to get the pilot. So nice it's kind of just the order of the people basically but if you like get with a group of people and like talk about what you want to do and everything i'm sure and like i was i was even like seeing some people like they were making friends and like (laughs) just making groups of six because they wanted to do certain so
2: are you a rides person like or surprisingly
0: i'm usually not a rides person right but uh star wars yeah i'll ride anything but (laughs) is it
2: so like sounds like you and i are kind of the same like it what how would you qualify this ride is it like a fast ride do you feel dizzy after it, or is it more of I, an experience ride
0: it's more of an experience ride i didn't feel dizzy or anything i have never really liked roller coasters i've always well,
2: hated yeah.
0: uh, but it wasn't it was kind of like so you're kind of like in a room mm-hmm. if you guys have you ever ridden the what's it called star tours thing yeah yeah it's, cu- it's pretty much the same as that, but it's a little bit smaller. Like you're in the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon, so it moves around and stuff, but it's not like super fast or crazy. Right. It's kind of like shaky. Like if you you bump into like an asteroid or something, or
1: you feel a vibration. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sex. it's pretty sweet. So, Brock, I we're was gonna actually... we're gonna have to get on a group of six and create our own things. Oh, I lost <laughs> I lost your image, Brock. Uh, not surprising. I was.
0: I was told that they added uh the end scene of the Rise of Skywalker with all the ships to the Star Tours video, so you actually yes. feel like you're in one of the ships. I haven't read I didn't of course the movie wasn't out when I went there, yeah, so yeah. I didn't get that experience, but
1: Yeah, for reference you went uh around the Christmas break. I time. went around Christmas break, yeah. yeah like it, I can't
2: remember. Did you go on Rise of the Resistance?
0: No, I did not. Oh, right, right. It right. opened like a day before I left. Yeah. And it was, like, so busy. And, like, yeah. we we did get to talk to somebody uh, as we were leaving that wrote it. And they, like, got there in the morning and didn't get to ride until, like, 10 o'clock at night.
1: Wow. Oh, my God.
0: Yeah. So they were, like, but, but the nice thing is, like, they put you in a queue and then it's on your phone. So you can still walk around and do stuff. Mm-hmm. That's smart. And then they'll say, you're, so we're boarding group we're boarding group 17 and if you're in group 17 you have to go over there so that way you can like still experience things and right. walk around
1: so let's talk about experiencing so smugglers run is obviously the one brock you know you're gonna be lining for the millennium falcon everyone wants to go on the millennium falcon right of course but you're there there's other things to experience what were some mm. of the highlights that you had over at galaxy's edge aside from smugglers run
0: yeah. uh um all of it yeah <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, but yeah it was so
0: Basically, uh, one of the things that I really liked about it, um, Galaxy's Edge, was the fact that every employee, every um, every person there was in character. Uh, they also called it Batu, like the planet of Batu is where you are. And it's uh, the Black Spire outpost. And they even had their own language. I actually was looking up some of it because I didn't remember it. But, like, when they say good morning, they'll say things like uh, bright suns or rising moons for evening. They have their own terms. Uh, One of them is, like, when you say farewell, you say till the spires, which (laughs) I thought was really cool. So they they will fully talk in character, um, really just to make you feel like you're in it. The trash cans look like gonk droids kind of. And the, the <laughs> people emptying the trash, are dressed up like everything. It's crazy. I even got these little, uh, this is like a Coca-Cola bottle here Nice. and yeah. it looks like a thermal detonator.
1: Yeah. That's cool. They're having so trouble get, putting was... those on planes for a little while. If you remember yeah, right.
0: I heard, yeah. I heard, I was able to get them back thankfully. So <laughs> I was going to be upset if I couldn't. Did you get any blue you...
1: milk while you were there? Green milk?
0: I, I did get uh blue milk. So you chose the milk. blue milk. I tried both okay okay which which
1: did you prefer
0: i think blue is my favorite although you know if you want to re reenact the best scene in the last jedi you gotta have the green milk
1: (laughs) do you actually when you get the green milk do you have to milk a space cow to get it (laughs) you don't you don't
0: so there's like a there's like i wish you did i actually don't but there's a stand where they sell it um they sell like alcoholic and non-alcoholic i didn't get the alcoholic version because i usually don't like things with alcohol but um it was it was pretty good it tasted kind of like um like uh it was like fruity kind of like tropical mm-hmm. but like you could also taste milk
1: mm. interesting and that's all made with almond milk i believe i think it's vegan actually if I'm it, it
0: probably is i don't i didn't know what it was made of but that yeah, was, it did now that I think about it, it did have that kind of almond milk taste. Mm. So. It's just
2: did a bag of almonds. Any, did you buy any like uh, merchandise or?
0: Um, So I bought a few things. Um, I have this patch. I haven't put it on anything. It's like a rebel patch.
1: Nice. It's
2: actually
0: leather. You can just stick it on. Oh, it cool. has like a peel and stick on it. You can just stick oh, it on yeah. something. Um. Which which kind of contributes to costumes. Another big thing at Galaxy's Edge is like they want you to dress up.
1: Mm.
0: Um, now the as far as I know the rules for like dressing up is like, you can dress 75% like a character, but like the other 25% has to be different because like <laughs> there's people dressed up as characters. So like uh. I can wear the Han Solo shirt and the vest, but not the boots or the pants. <laughs>
1: so weird it's like you can Um, wear half a chewbacca's costume yeah you can wear you can't wear a mask okay you you can wear wear the chewy mask you can wear like the chewy onesie brock but you have to have the hood off is basically it and i know you want to go to 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 california or orlando in the summer (laughs) with a chewy costume on yeah yeah Yeah,
0: exactly um Um, but yeah so i guess I guess it's just that and then you can't take like holsters in either cuz like weapons and everything which makes yeah. sense. Yeah, absolutely.
2: Which a is funny cuz you can security. buy a lightsaber there but <laughs> Yeah, yeah. They can't control that I suppose.
0: They they can. They 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 usually want you to keep it concealed, but that's their excuse at least. I don't know. I think that's because of the in character uh-huh. type thing. The First Order is everywhere and they're trying to hide <laughs> the the lightsabers. Um even the the workshop where you build the lightsabers i did not find it because i didn't know where it was because it's actually hidden yeah, I heard on that. purpose as part of the that's like so cool. experience so i definitely need to go back and make one because i was disappointed when i found out that i missed it
1: <laughs> yeah that's but... one of my goals is to make it well i think to make a lightsaber brock what about you make or buy a lightsaber or neither
2: I'm more interested. I think I said this to you, James off camera. Is like I'm more interested in buying a Kyber crystal.
1: Well, would you get a holocron like, for yeah. that? Ooh,
2: or a holocron. Like those things interest me way more. But like, I think you need that... the Kyber crystal to go need... into.
1: Yeah, you need
0: the Kyber okay, crystal is like so... useless
1: without one, right, Jericho?
0: You get the Kyber crystal with the lightsaber, which you could take it out and put it in the holocron if you wanted to, or if you but didn't you like the buy a,
2: a Kyber crystal by itself,
0: you can. Yeah, you that's can.
2: what I mean. Like, something but it
1: like, doesn't really do I anything. Don't.
2: Unless I don't. Have... Cause it's a toy.
1: <laughs> no, but if you put it in the holocron or it talks to you. You get, different, you. Yeah. You get I, different messages. And you don't know who you color. get. Yeah. Did you? Yeah, that's... Oh, man. I would probably get Yaddle.
0: And you can change the lightsaber colors. So that's pretty cool. If you
1: have a red kyber crystal, jerk, you need to know the answer to this. And I am pure at heart. Can I, ble- <laughs> can I turn that white?
0: i don't i don't know
1: imagine if i got like a purple kyber crystal and i touched it and it turned red what would that say about me as a person that i'm a Sith. <laughs> anything else that stood out for you while you were at the galaxy that people if you're going there need to you're like this is something little that i saw oh, that you need man. to check out i honestly um
0: man that's hard that's a hard question <laughs> Uh, I really wanted to go to the cantina, the one cuz there's like there's a few different restaurants there. There's like the one that you have to like get reservations to go yeah. into and that's the one I didn't get to go to. Um but I'm pretty sure what I've seen of it it looks kind of like Mos like cantina inside. Of it, so I really want to go to that someday. Some I want to go back. Did um, you enjoy- I I would say the Millennium Falcon was my favorite thing there.
2: Oh I, how, how was hard was it taking take a picture in front of that?
0: It wasn't too hard. There was just a lot of people there. Yeah, yeah. Um, you can, like, there is a line where you can get photos taken in oh. front of it. Um, and they'll kind of move people out of the way. So I definitely want to do that next time. But I also want to go, like, in a costume next time just to kind of experience that. I didn't really go last time. Um, But, yeah, I think, I think a big thing is, like, to go in costume is, is really cool. Because even, like, when you're dressed up, the stormtroopers will – Pull you out of the crowd a lot more likely Because you're dressed up oh, And cool. people interact with you more So I think that's definitely something That I'd like to try out again
1: Yeah, that sounds awesome Brock, well, who are you going to dress as? <laughs> Brock <mink. laughs> Ah, they would totally play Like, hey Brock, get over here Brock
2: the, the problem with those costumes Is they're not really good for weather <laughs> You know what I mean? I like, don't I know. know Yeah, It dress be, as um, an Ewok. wasn't too bad when I was
0: But the weather like there's different.
2: So, did you encounter any of those fun like uh, I don't know what they call them, but like you know, not so much like they walk out and they're like here's the stormtroopers, but like there's supposed to be like some like rebel spy that you could like follow around. There's like a storyline, or did you encounter anything like that that was interesting?
0: I didn't. I didn't know about that. I found out a ton more information afterwards just because I was like intrigued and wanted to learn more about it. Um, I guess there's, like, an app on your phone that you can, like, go through, like, a scavenger hunt with, like, rebel yes. spies and do all these different things, and, um, I didn't really do that. I did talk to a few of the employees, but I didn't, like,
2: nice. fully yeah. go
0: into that. I, I even saw some people that, like, were in costume, got to go, they, like, got to cut in line on the Millennium Falcon, because the people were, like, interacting with them, and, like, oh, you have to go on this mission with us, and, like, what? It was really, really cool, so... Yeah, get a good costume, be <laughs> in character, or even make your own character. I thought that was really cool. So,
1: I'll make my so. own character. I'll go as I'll go as Brock.
0: <laughs> go as Brock.
1: <laughs> Brock is the number one Star Wars character to go as. I'll wear a red T-shirt that says Stephen King. Yeah, <laughs> it will yeah. be awesome. Anything else you want to know, Brock? No, that's
2: awesome. Did you? Do you highly suggest it? Uh, I know you only you went you were there for one day
0: I was there so I got to go like two days two but days. I didn't spend the whole day there I wanted to I could have spent like a week <laughs> there but, yeah, of um, but like it's do you not even that dip? big but like yeah I could spend hours there
2: it, yeah like uh, yeah it's not huge I think some people are disappointed with that but I think it's people that are they don't like to wait in lines and stuff. So it's yeah. like, well, it's Disney and it's the new park. Like, what do you? And expect? I think
1: that's what you have to remember is this is a part of Disney. It's not its own yeah. park, right? Yeah. It's like it's, yeah, yeah. it's it's not even like Harry Potter, where you could like you said, you pay for admission to Hollywood Studios, you get in. It's not like Harry Potter, yeah. where you know you need two parks to experience the full effect of it. But from yeah. the
2: two days you were there, do you have any tips? Like, I mean, you kind of mentioned a few yeah, things. But- like, is there anything? It's like, do this, or avoid this, or bring this. Um, bring a paycheck.
0: I would say... Checkbook. I would say, like, dress up as a character. That's something that All I right. think would make the experience more fun and, like, interactive, just being in that world, trying to embrace that even more. Yeah. I would say go to the rides that aren't as busy like whenever when a new if a new ride comes out go to the other ones <laughs> yeah. you get in line for them like the second time when we went to the falcon again when the when the rise of the resistance just came out we were in there in like 10 minutes mm. we were wow. there was barely anybody in line and i got to be the pilot so like i definitely definitely do and at night too i would definitely go at night because it's a completely different like Atmosphere at night. I think they, if I remember correctly, they even have like two moons in the sky somehow. Oh. Somehow <laughs> Disney did that. They <laughs> probably like... just hire, like,
1: oh, we need another moon, and they send NASA and, and that new Starfleet up yeah. there. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, that's...
0: but definitely, definitely check it out. It's definitely, it, I could, I would like to go back and really to spend a lot more time, like, going there. I was with family, I was with a group of people, so I couldn't be there the whole time. But I want to go back with some friends and just, like, get to take everything in more and, like, experience all of it.
1: Absolutely. All right. Well, thanks for coming on here and talking about your experience for Galaxy's Edge. Brock can't wait to get there. I think he's going to change his whole trip now in August when he goes to just go to Galaxy's Edge. He's like, oh, we're going to land and we're going to live in Galaxy's Edge. We'll live on Batuu. (laughs) Just dress up.
0: Nobody will know. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> just you just say say uh, hot spires or whatever and no one will know that you're yeah. not from there deep spires <laughs> and, and extra moons all right Jericho thanks so much for joining us uh, brock you want to go over to some top five
2: you. let's do it
1: top five what's our top, top
2: five today today's Mr. top James? five
1: is uh this was one that just had to be done <laughs> had to be done top five baby yoda memes boom <laughs> top five baby yoda memes let us know your top five in the comments below tweet us with yours put them on facebook on facebook.com slash Podcast, instagram us whatever show us your top baby yoda memes we want to see them all because uh i told aaron we were doing this and she spent the entire night just like look at this one look at this one look at this one <laughs> very excited over them uh who can get enough baby yoda nobody uh, nobody it, it makes souls. me tired. <laughs> Alright, my number five is this one right here. My dog's face when I go back in the house after I forgot something.
2: <laughs> That's
1: exactly... I, I relate to this one now because I am I, new to owning a dog, and that is exactly... <laughs> when I walk up the stairs, I get that look. So it's pretty hilarious. <laughs> Rocky number five. My
2: number five is uh, one of the newer memes. It's George Lucas holding the baby Yoda puppet, which has blown up as the new thing that they're redoing uh but it's a meme no matter what uh it's wild uh and i i love i love pointing out that something James showed me when he sent it to me. It's like, I love that this is from Jon Favreau. And I also love that it's out of focus. (laughs) It's like he snuck the picture in. Like, oh
1: my God. (laughs) You're the main guy. You can do this. (laughs) No, he could have hired a camera crew to take it. But instead he's like, I'm just going to take it on my... It's probably a flip phone too. Like the original camera phone. Just (laughs) took that one. Uh, All right. My number four. uh, This one features... The marriage story, Adam Driver saying, The Mandalorian is a side story. I am Star Wars now. I am Star Wars now. <laughs> there was a, the other one I had for this one was the one where he says, Manda, and the baby Yoda says, Manda, Lorian, Lorian, The Mandalorian. It goes, The Baby Yoda Show. <laughs> that was my alternate to that one. All right, Brock, your number. <laughs> Mine one. is,
2: He protect, He attack, <laughs> but most importantly, He eat a frog for a snack. I like this, <laughs> this meme. Uh, <laughs> this misspelling of protect uh, or whatever—it's yeah. <laughs> it, a different word. Everyone and it rhymes, right? <laughs> I, I, I have like I took English in school, so I do get annoyed when things are misspelled like this. But there's just something that works so well with Baby Yoda. <laughs> yeah, it and makes yeah, sense. and just like I like people focusing on uh, the fact that he eats frogs. There's <laughs> the one where like he's like him and Kermit are having a conversation. And he's like. <laughs> kermit's like i don't trust you or something like that
1: yeah oh, oh i love that one all right my number three is uh, this one right here have how you look when your dad says you can help around the house and you just hold his tools the whole time it's just but the thing about this one is it's 100% accurate it's... <laughs> It's just stupid. It, it's oh, funny
2: because it's like it's a lot of these memes are just the same pictures being reused oh, yeah. but in a different like way or like something's photoshopped like this one <laughs> Well my number two is
1: basically the exact same as this one yeah it's, yeah it's just stupid. What's your number three?
2: mine is this dialogue between the Mandalorian and uh, baby Yoda. He's like close your eyes bro. he's like, okay bro. what do you see
1: bro? nothing bro. That's my life without you, bro. bro, bro. That one, that one was in my original top five. But when you selected that one, I replaced it because oh, yeah, we yeah. need, we can't double up on the means. You know, we can't have duplicates. There's too many good ones. Uh, my number two, bro. My number two. Me at the Italian restaurant while the waiter covers my dish in parmesan cheese. And it's true. I'm just like, keep going. And I just give them that stupid stare while they're it's like, more. Oh, It's those baby eyes, Brock. It's, it's those bambi eyes just staring up the innocence of a child, a wise child. It's like <laughs> that
2: one video that, or like one, it's like more of a gif now, I think, where the it's this kid, a uh, group of kids at a uh, at a birthday party, and everyone... They're bringing up the cake, and they're all, like, clapping and stuff. And there's one kid that's just, like, super excited for the cake. Like,
1: just, like, <laughs> <laughs> that's the,
2: That's the reaction that Pavio has in this. Uh, my number two, I like to call it sassy sipping soup, because there's... <laughs> there's so many versions of this. I mean, this picture, like I said earlier, like, these pictures get overused for different types of memes. But this one... <laughs> just the, it's just the pose he has as he's holding the suit yes yes and uh this one is your mom when she tells you to check underneath the tree but she's been telling you all year ain't gonna be no christmas <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't like not that one's not specifically but like just the that style of the meme is amazing yeah. <laughs> so
1: good. Well, that that plays into my number two that one is so good though just i also love the one that's um mom's on Christmas morning sipping and then dad's on Christmas morning and it's it's Yoda just in shock. Like, amazed. (laughs) Uh, My number one is the same type of thing. It's (laughs) baby Yoda with curlers in Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me outside at 7 a.m. in freezing temperatures making sure my dog goes poopy. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, that's me every morning. Just like, go! (laughs) So like a cup of coffee, just hurry up and go! (laughs) It's just somebody photoshopping (laughs) Curlers on Baby Yoda with that Okay, we talked about this a little bit on the live stream That Mandalorian panel at Celebration They know they have Baby Yoda Yeah (laughs) It's just like, I'm still It's impressive that they Nobody Okay Brock, you're number one My number one is again A specific
2: type of meme It's the one that I think Kind of launched this whole idea of us doing it It is the chicken nuggy chalky milk (laughs) Baby Yoda memes uh, this one I sp- I pick specifically when I see my dog take my chickie Uh There's just something <laughs> always funny about people shortening food names. Yes, like absolutely. chicken tendies, chicken nuggies. Uh, I got my I, I don't know. Uh, it's just great. <laughs> it's, so it's, so I Chucky think though. it's something for our generation too, because it's like we were the first to like really understand chicken. <laughs> I I don't want to go into this but like our parents didn't drink chocolate milk like we did or chicken strips and chicken like that's something in the last like 30 years so I don't think there's a love for it I mean I don't know I maybe I'm looking into this into it, but the concept it's like it's Those just a run nuggets. ongoing gag it's like oh I gotta get when your dog eats or like there was a bunch like when you don't have any more chicken nuggets or you, your dad drank the last glass of chalky milk <laughs> uh i can't uh, i really can't wait till this creature gets a name and can talk
1: <laughs> oh my god uh yeah that one was uh yoda's uh second word comes before his first word <laughs> it's another good yeah. good meme ah. um yeah oh. and we have a tweet out there uh he walked off the set of the mandalorian season two yes
2: oh sorry honorable mention for her
1: he, <laughs> didn't, he, he didn't get enough chicken nuggets
2: uh, the other one is like you know the one where the women are yelling at a cat but someone yes. drew it where it's like obi-wan yeah. and anakin as the two women and then baby yoda behind and the table baby yoda, yeah oh, or no one i one think with, it started originally
1: as yoda no oh i might be wrong there well there's one with baby yoda and yeah. Qu- quill and uh and the mandalorian and they're they <laughs> Dingerin. did yeah isn't it wild that we're still not calling him by his actual name <laughs> I just his name is I don't know it's uh, he's the Mando yeah Mando I'd rather call him Mando (laughs) yeah for sure I think that's why they they never reveal his name earlier because like everyone's just gonna call him Mando anyway yeah sounds way cooler all right 152 episodes in the bag we've done them shoo along we didn't even touch our rundown today bro so we have (laughs) we have something to talk about next week so that's fantastic uh, it's been a lot of fun. Thank you uh, to Jericho for joining us on Hollow News. Thank you, Brock, for reading Hollow News because um, I can't read, so I can't do that part. Not very good. Uh, and uh, it's been a lot of fun. And once again, let us know your Baby Yoda memes in the comments below. Yeah. Brock, yeah, you were always scum.
2: What? How dare you, rebel scum?
0: Hey scumbags, thanks for watching. Don't forget to give us a thumbs up on our video. As always, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Rebel Scum Podcast, for all the latest videos.